With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Gone Racing. Brendan Gone back in the chair hosting today with my good friend, Mr. Jeffrey Motley. And we are at the Fabulous Vista Studio. Last episode of the year, Mr. Motley. Last show of the year, coming up on the last race of the year. It's uh, five years. We've made it five years. They haven't kicked us out of here yet. Well, the studio's kind of in the South Point. I mean, you know. Uh, I know, but. I mean, we'll take what we can get, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's been fun, though. Been real, been fun. It actually has been real fun, too. It was at fun times. last week. I was just going to say, we want to talk about some fun, though. Yeah, I want to name two people that at the start of this playoff said their dark horse for the playoffs was. Christopher Bell. And he had that first round that was amazing. And then he had two rounds that were abysmal until the last race of each round. And what did he do? Walked it off. I tell you what, two rounds in a row, too. Was that amazing? And, and, and you know, let's, let's spout the odds real quick since we got him up on the screen. He was 12-1 to 1 to win, which, double-digit to win, 350 for a top three, 220 for the group, 350 for, for the top Toyota. And look, credit to his crew chief. I mean, it looked like the wrong call there to take four tires he was mired back there in the pack with 25 to go, and he just picked his way and picked his way and picked his way through there. For, uh, the kid did it the cleanly. Kid did, did a great cleanly. job. Uh, you got to give him a ton of credit. But the move that everybody is talking about is not a gambling move. He, well, it was a, it gamble. Was a gamble. It was a gamble for it him. It was a gamble. <laughs> I mean, wow. Ross Chastain to get – now, here's the deal. If there's anybody that really doesn't like Ross, I think there's no – there, I don't think very few people that at least listen to the show regularly know Ross and I, there's not a lot of love lost, but I've also said, I bet on him many weeks, right? I've, I've said money. Well, give credit I, where credit's I, due. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, when he was running hot, I was taking him, but Chastain's look at the Chastain's move to wall to earn the championship spot. His odds to win were three. His, his current odds are three thirty. He was 70 to one before the season. We talked about that extensively. Before the playoffs, 850. Before Homestead, he was 450. I mean, you want to talk about coming out of nowhere. Ross Chastain and that move. But I want to talk about that move. I wish we were allowed to play clips on that. I don't think we're allowed, like, actual clips on VEASAN. Well, I think we well, we played a clip of you getting upside well, yeah, down. Well, yeah, that was me. I think we, we, we took, like, privilege on my side. But... And, 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 you know, in the social media era, this may be the most replayed, retweeted... It, clip ever. It was phenomenal. What he In NASCAR did, anyway. What he did. For years we have joked about, hey, put dolly wheels on the right side. Let's ride the rim the you know, watch this. We all joke about it. One man had the guts to do it. And it doesn't surprise me that it's Ross Chastain. And not to be Debbie Downer over here, but the fun that maybe the the I don't know if it's the ironic part about it, is that an hour and a half after the race. Brad Keselowski gets disqualified, and Chastain would have been in the playoffs anyway, even without making that bonsai move that he did, which I cannot imagine the conversation with Denny Hamlin when he's probably already back home in Charlotte saying, uh, guess what, you're out of the yeah. top four. But I, he didn't have to worry about that. Ross made sure. And listen to the in-car radios. Guys, if, you, if you've if ever followed like NASCAR Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, 
Gotta listen to this one. They did a round robin of all the different drivers and spotters, like that were in that pack that he passed, and they're all going, "Holy bleep! What the bleep? Can well, the you believe that, that bleep? What like even Logano, the, Bubba, Wallaby, even Logano went, the one oh my god, it him. worked! I mean, yep. people were just going, "Whoa!" I, it was, just, I just, uh, I, it was amazing. It was amazing. And who's to say he won't try it again this week if the situation it ain't going to work this week? But it was uh, he, it, just amazing. Uh, I got to ask you: yes. Is that really the only track where that would work? Yes. Like, w- w- would there be any other track? There, so Jeff and I were talking about this before the show. The only other track I can think of would be Richmond, possibly. And the only reason I say Richmond is we go so slow at the center of the corner that at that very center we're so slow that if you rim road, you might. But there, there was somebody who was saying, "What oh, about Bristol. New Hampshire?" New Hampshire, the the distance from that apron to the wall so far. is so far. Yeah, Martinsville's a very narrow And, and Martinsville's flat. Yeah. Bristol's too much banking. You compress. Dover, no. No. You know, I, mean, I, I would think Gateway or or New Hampshire would be the Gateway. The I didn't tracks, think of maybe. Gateway. I mean, if you want to name some old tracks, uh, Irwindale. Well, yeah, but those, probably, those are half miles. I mean, is it anything bigger? No. You know, no. Uh, you know, yeah, you go to these tracks like South Boston and the speed, Irwindale. The speed is too like high that. at most other places also that when you hit the wall, it's going to be a much more violent impact. Um, so phenomenal that he did it right there. Phenomenal what he did. Just unbelievable. And he timed it perfectly. Oh, yeah, no, he timed that sucker. It was That was amazing. I, I, I was, I was what, yeah. Let's get to more results. Uh, our top 10, Christopher Bell, of course, we just talked about the winner. Uh, Kyle Larson was plus 350 for a top three. Ryan Blaney plus 200. And the saga of, oh, my God, this season is amazing with names. Ross Chastain fourth. Bubba Wallace comes home with an eighth. Martinsville has been good to him. Chase Briscoe, who was struggling for his. his Briscoe was leading with, with what, 20 to go? 15 to go he was leading. But they only took two tires on that last stop. They took a shot. It was the right strategy. And it looked really good for a while. And the four tires of Christopher Bell really took over. Took a shot. So, I mean, you got to give it to him. Uh, prop results, Christopher Bell, of course, 350. Kyle Larson, top Chevy at 250 in second. Ryan Blaney, top Ford at uh, 220 in third place. So our top Ford, top Chevy, and top Toyota were one, two, and three. Uh, our playoff bracket, Motley, pretty simple. Four guys. I don't think we're, you and I really want to get into the owner's champion slash, but we will a little bit because of a Kyle Larson situation. But here is your driver's champion championship. Joey Logano, all even, no stage points matter. Right, we've got one, two, three, four up on the screen, but it's one, it's one, 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 one. That's right. There, there is no. There's no their bonuses. stats. Chase Elliott, five wins, three wins for Joey, Chris, two for Ross. Number of top twenties, pretty even across the board. Heck of a race for the championship. We will talk a little bit though about uh, Kyle Larson when we get into some of the odds. Uh, but let's look at, at Joey Logano. Is is you know the guy we have listed first? One Darlington, one uh, Gateway. Or sorry, worldwide technologies. That's uh, it's, it's still Gateway. Okay, thank you, and Gateway. Chris Player. If you're listening, sorry, I don't want to get love you, you bad terms uh, with the worldwide technology. Vegas, but. He he is one of the returning champions in the playoffs. He, he is now at 3:30. We've told you all season long when to bet these guys is not this week. He is before the season. He was 12 to one. We I think you and I both maybe had said that at the start of the season. Uh, before the playoffs, he was up to 14 to one. So I mean. Well, and no one is going to have odds if you're in the final four right now that you had at the beginning no, of the season. Right. Everything's going to be lower. So now we go on to uh, our next one, which is who we got next on here? Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell is second. Seabell, um, New Hampshire, Charlotte, and Martinsville. Two playoff wins. We talked, Motley. The two. Two walk off wins. And if you're going to win the championship, what do you have to do at Phoenix? Walk off. <laughs> there so, you go. He's, this, this boy has, has ice. Ice water in his veins. Well, and look, look, we have been saying since we did our preview show before Daytona, Christopher Bell was going to be a guy to watch out for this year. Well, and we here's what I want. And, and I'm, look I, at the I'm, odds. On, I'm in on him. The odds to win. He's now 250. He's one of the favorites. He was 20 to 1 at the start of the season, before the playoffs, 16 to 1. And right before Homestead, you and I both said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Christopher Bell is 100 to 1. Chase Briscoe is 400. He was 100. And we said, boom. There's the guy to put on your money on because if he can do it again, it's going to be awesome. To go from a hundred to one to two fifty to two point six yeah. to one. I mean, that's that's <laughs> in one week. That's just crazy. Chase Elliott is, of course, our next one. He had a bunch of wins this year: Dover, Nashville, Atlanta, Pocono, Talladega in the playoffs. Uh, he is a twenty twenty. We got a lot of stats up here for him. He was the champion twenty twenty, most popular driver, like his dad, four times in a row. 
won the 2020. He was the regular season uh, winner this year. Those points saved him, by the way, all, a couple times. Well, no, he didn't win the regular season because he ended up being not in the owner's points. Chastain, I think, beat him in the regular season. No. Oh, no. I'm so, I was saying he didn't yeah. have the points after week nine. No, he won he the regular season. Oh, yeah, that's what you're he saying. He won the regular season yeah. championship. My bad. I was like, right. that's those. Right. right, you're talking about the first 16, first 26 six, races. First 26 races, yeah. yeah. That was what won him, the the had those points right, that right, saved right, him all right. day. But his odds have been paltry all season, but we did say, you're not going to get much bigger. He was plus 500 to start the season. He's been down there the whole time. He is your odds-on favorite. And of course, we already showed Ross's um, unbelievable what what they've done with that. So th- those are your guys, you know, at this racetrack. Um, decent stats for for a couple of them. Uh, Ross, once again, it's hard to do Ross's stats on something like this because so this is the best car he's ever had here, the, other than what he did in the spring. Yeah, so you which know, I Joey believe Legano, he got a top five. I believe in his earlier this year, didn't he? Uh, I have I mean, that he, right. He here. certainly had a good run this, this year. I believe this year. But I think the interesting thing in here is we've got two guys who have won championships and two guys who are in this situation for the first time in their careers. And you, it's a, you know, does it yeah. does it really let, matter? Let me tell you something. I don't care about all that. Christopher Bell has proven that it don't matter what it is. His back's up against the wall. The boy can flat out get it done. I don't think either one, Bell or Chastain, is going into this and Ross nervous. was second, by the way. Oh, he was second. He was second. Okay. So he had a top five and second place. Led no laps, but second. So I mean, the, the, and the guy who won, by the way, is not in this final four. And the guy so. that dominated, and will he dominate again? Where we're going to have to talk about him dominating the race. You know, uh, uh, you know, you got the Kyle Larson thing. When we get to the odds, we have some time because we don't have. We're missing a couple of our right. normal bets. We're it, going to be able to delve a little deeper. And, and how about this? Of the four drivers here, we have all three manufacturers represented too. You know, you got a Ford out there, you got two Chevys, and you got a Toyota. So I kind of like the idea that. It's really, really broken up between all of them. No, I mean they 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 got everybody in the mix, so that's that's actually kind of impressive that they're all in there. Um, I was looking at, it, I'm like, wait, it looks goofy. Oh, I know it looks goofy now. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm goofy. We all know that. So let's just start with that. Okay, I'm, I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, no, but 27. Look at Joey Logano though. 27 races, 15 top tens. I mean that's. But, you know, just getting the top ten is not going to do it this nope, week, nope. I don't believe. But I think this might be the first time you don't have to win the race to be the champion. It will be a, it will be a tight one. I mean, last year I think we saw what Tyler Reddick had a really good run. It's close. At Phoenix, I think he got up in the mix of everybody. So, it'll be interesting. I, I think I'm, I'm going to foreshadow that. I think the driver champion doesn't have to win this year. Could be the first time. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about some of those reasons. We'll give you the odds to win and all the fun stuff when we return. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome back in, everybody. Gone Racing, Brennan Gone, Jeff Motley, and we're talking about the championship race at Phoenix 2022. Not the penultimate, but the ultimate. Ultimate. The race. ultimate. Sorry, we can't use your favorite word. <laughs> I, I, I snuck it is it there. yours or is it Pete it's Pete's, but it's, favorite word? I, I kind of grew to like it with Pete, but it, <laughs> it's, you know, I threw it in there and I got an ultimate out of it. Uh, so you and I have an interesting take on this first deal. We're going to get right to the odds to win the championship. And it starts off, of course, with the favorite, Chase Elliott, man who's won here before. Do, and Do we need to talk about the owner situation? As well, we well, let's, let's bring it up okay. right here. So here's what you got, guys. Here's the odds to win the race. 230, Chase Elliott. 300, Christopher Bell. Ross Chastain, 400. Joey Logano, 400. Notoriously, those guys are always 1, 2, 3, 4 in the championship round. Then you go all the way down to 15 to 1 to Kyle Larson. Let me read the rest. Let's let's pause, and then I'm going to read the rest. Denny Hamlin, 18. Ryan Blaney, 20. Kevin Harvick, 25. William Byron, 30. Martin Truex, 40. Everybody's really high. Uh, Chase Briscoe, 40, Tyler Reddick, 50, 50, Kyle Busch, Bubba, 50, then a bunch of hunters, Daniel Suarez, Brad K, Eric, Alex Bowman, two fi- I mean, this is the front page we're talking about here, and we're at 250 to one on the front Eric page. Jones. I mean, Fred, Eric, yeah. Yeah. I mean, guy that's won, done well and won this year. Right. Um, but here's the reason they're doing that. We always have the champion win the race. Okay. Do you want to do the uh, Pythagorean theorem about why we have a different driver what, well, what? well, let's try. Here's the simplest way to put it NASCAR has an owner's champion and a driver's, driver's champion. champion. Kyle Larson's car is in the owner's final four. Chase Elliott's car is not, by virtue of the fact that Logano won automatically, the, his car is in the owner's points. Bell won automatically in the owner's points. So the other two cars out there, Chastain, is in there because he passed Chase Elliott on that crazy that bonsai, move. bonsai move there at the end. And Larson won during the final three races. So there were three winners in the car owner that automatically transferred in, and one guy pointed his way in, and it was Chastain because of passing all those cars on the last lap. So where this started but was... There, but keep, the other factor is the money that is paid out to winning the championship is on the owner's is side. paid to the winning car owner, not the winning so driver. That, that's now here's where, it, so this all started with Kurt Busch got hurt. The 45 Correct. stayed in the points, Trickle remember? down effect here. And then Bubba Wallace won a race, which knocked people out. Ryan Blaney has never been in the owner's championship since the first round. He was not in the owner's championship at all when Austin Dillon won that race. Now what you have is you have three drivers that are the same. You have Christopher Bell, you have uh, Joey Logano, and you have Ross Chastain. Now, on the owner's side, you have Kyle Larson. This is where you and I both like this 15-to-1 number right here. Kyle Larson, super strong. Kyle Larson, you know, I mean, Kyle Larson's Kyle Larson. He is 15-to-1. He is going to try to win a championship at the same time. You could have, we joked, we could have three burnouts on the front straightaway. At Phoenix, you could have a Denny Hamlin race winner, a Kyle Larson championship owner winner, and and Joey Logano, and Joey Logano as your as your you know driver. This could be very very difficult for NASCAR. Well, and that's the thing, the key here. If if Kyle Larson wins this race, he is the owner, and champion. Joey Logano finishes second in this race, then the money for the champion is going to Rick Hendrick on the five car. Mm-hmm. It's not going to Roger Penske. For Joey Logano on the 22. Now, whatever Joey's contract says he, with as, Roger as Penske driver, driver champion, is Roger's how going to have to Roger's figure gonna that out. Roger's going to be out some money. 
So it's going to be tough, but when it comes to us betting this race, there is incentive. There, there's absolute incentive for Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson is 15 to one. Kyle Larson, you go back, you know, he's got six top fives, or sorry, six top tens, four top fives, and a win in the last 10 races there. It, you know, who won the race last who year? Who won last year and won the championship? That just, that, that's where I'm heading. And if you take out the race earlier this year where he blew a motor, he was third, sixth, fourth, fourth, seventh, and first, all at Phoenix. Fifteen to one, huh? I need it. I need something, man. I'm, 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 I'm in the doghouse when it comes to the uh, our picks. Yeah, I know, yeah, that may not even be enough to pull you out. It isn't, but it, it at least can get me to somewhat respectable. Yeah, uh, you mean, go pick. Maybe you pick uh, Eric Jones and he so wins the race. Would you pick Motley any other driver on that board? To win this race, uh, probably would not go beyond those top five. Um, although, I, obviously, if somebody I think like a a Bubba, a Suarez, somebody like that has a chance, I think they're going. What to... about Chase Briscoe at forty to one, who dominated that race earlier this year and was leading with fifteen to go at Martinsville, hasn't given up on the season, is running strong. Well, I, I could see that too because it's not like he has a teammate out there that he's got to worry about who could win the championship. You what, know, if, if what, Harvick was in the final four, I'd say no, Briscoe's not going to win. What about a Kevin Harvick who used to own Martin's uh, this place? I mean, what? ten top tens last ten races. You always ask, "What have you done for me lately?" Kevin Harvick has 10 top 10s in a row still. Yeah, and, and you know, then the other guy out there, and we haven't brought his name up, Kyle Busch, last race ever with M&Ms, with Joe Gibbs racing. And I know Christopher Bell is in it, and Bell is a guy that Gibbs is going to put his, a lot of effort behind. But I think if you're Kyle Busch. Who's the second best point getter in the last 10 races? Is it Kyle Busch? There you go. Well, see, I, I, at 50 to 1, Kyle Busch is a really interesting pick because you know he's won two championships and he really doesn't have to feel any loyalty to any team or well, whatever. And we've already seen what teammates that Joe Gibbs can do well, in other series. That's the truth. I, I, mean, I, Kyle, I, I don't. He won't Kyle, get booed any worse than the other kid did. Well, Kyle, I, Kyle wouldn't wreck Christopher Bell to win the race here at the at Phoenix. Trust me, uh, that listen, ain't going to happen. Christopher he, Bell, Kyle Busch, pretty much discovered him and brought him in through the truck series and everything else. True, but I mean, happen. you know, is Kyle Busch as good as Jesus? Though I mean. Oh, sorry. He did say he did kind of say that. We're didn't not supposed to go there. Huh, sorry. I get, hey, listen. I'll, we're all t- throwing on here. I, mean, I was going to say it, it's the ultimate piling on, but then again, sometimes you <laughs> sometimes you, you, you just got to pile on. You reap what you sow. So uh, let's get to the head to heads real quick. Um, the head to heads. So this this is interesting because once again, remember this is a championship round race. So uh, in, in the championship round, you've got some of the head-to-head guys on, on all the champions. we still got a few others out there that are kind of fun to look at, like you said. And I'm going to jump right off to a Kyle Busch is a plus 105 over Bubba Wallace. Hmm. Uh, is that a typo? Yeah, that is kind of uh, surprising. Um, a typo? No. I, 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 this comes from the Westgate. We get these from the Superbook. And... I think somebody over at the Westgate must have hit their head this morning when they put their head-to-heads up because, I'm sorry, uh, let me let me give you some stats here. Um, average finish of 6.6 in 10 races. Bubba Wallace, nine races, average finish of 21.8. Well, there's a, there's a couple others that I want to point out up there, too. Let's hear yours because that one, to me right now, I'm I, still... I agree. That one um, is... That I'm, one, I'm at a loss for words right now. That one jumps off, but the other two, so let's, let me get this straight. We got a guy who finished second in this race at the spring, a guy who has gotten hot again lately, who is right now the most famous guy in NASCAR. And has the highest number I've ever seen on a head-to-head from the Superbook. And he is plus 130 to Christopher Bell's minus 150, and then plus 110 to Joey Logano's minus 130. And a plus 140 to Chase Elliott's minus 160. I mean, Ross Chastain is getting some crazy numbers for a guy that has proven he can get around this racetrack. In a head-to-head. In a one-on, in a mono-e-mono head-to-head matchup. Where you expect those two guys to be running close together all day. Yeah. I, I just, that, that's 140. That's, I, I mean, can anybody remember if we've had a higher head-to-head number all season long than 140? Well, it just, and, and the fact that it's a guy that's in the championship four is what's is most worse. amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Kyle Busch, that one, you know, then the others, I mean, Harvick and Blaney. Okay. I mean, Harvick and Blaney. And, and it's interesting and Brad, that they put huh? Eric Almirola and Brad Keselowski up there. And I mean, Keselowski. I, I think I think that Wyatt just went to find that one after the Brad Keselowski getting disqualified last week and just crushing his dreams 
and hopes and desires. I was really glad that Wyatt came back this week. I was afraid he was going to go into some dark place and not come oh, no, out after the, the Brad Brad helped Keselowski disqualified. He helped me out. He made, he made he made my lead that much bigger against you guys. <laughs> yeah. Actually, some yeah. Of, some of right. us had I, picked I, Brad to win his group, of which he did cross the finish line it, in front of his group. That'd until be somebody. But somebody picked picked uh uh, I think it was Christopher. Who? You, what was the group you won? I forgot what it oh, was. Oh, Ross Chastain in Group B. That move yeah. helped us win. Yeah, that move put that move put Ross Chastain to the win. So that uh, that helped him. Every every bit of good luck this year went with the pit crew. You and I had more bad luck. We had bad. I had some bad beats. beats. I had some bad some beats. I started really the season strong beats. too. I'm kind of bummed. I start. St- we're going to have our predictions later in the day from what we started the season with. Some of us made some good ones. Some of us made some. Abysmal ones. Uh, I will, but I, you've got a chance I got to, to, to have the champion here. So I think we both do. Actually, I think both of us. We do both have it. one man left. So at least in the final four. Wow. Yeah, and one, why it wasn't here, so he doesn't even get to participate in the. I'd have picked Brad. I would have lost. Well, there we go. And I didn't go to the second page of the odds to win because there was honestly. Do I really need to talk about the rest of the page of the page of the? He would have that, that could be did your he, long shot see, to get back in. Did he see Brad run I, at the Coliseum? Oh no, we no, didn't see Brad run at the Coliseum because he didn't make it to the feature. He did not. AJ Allmendinger two fifty. There's not, could I could I get one? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. When we come back, we're going to get to our group matchups, some of our manufacturer props when we return. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show for that matter? Check out the Gone Racing Podcast. It's free and available now at vsin.com forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We give you all the latest nudes, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR Cup Series race. Gone Racing Podcast. It's free and available now at vsin.com forward slash podcast. While you're at it, catch up on all the rest of the vsin shows as well. The last time you get to read that this year. Done for the season. Try out, you know, you get to shuffle your radio voice. My radio with the, voice with the I read, you know. You become a voice it. actor in another life, maybe. What was that guy? The the guy they found with the really super deep voice. Welcome back to Gone Racing. I'm Brendan Gone yep, here with go. Jeff Mutley. You could do the John Facenda, the Frozen Tundra of Lambeau <laughs> Field. Tundra, Lambeau yeah. Field. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get out of the Frozen Tundra of Lambeau <laughs> Field and get on to the. Kind of feels uh, like Frozen Tundra in Las Vegas today. It's it a little chilly today. outside. Nice. By the way, I feel like I'm I'm like. Naked because I don't have a cowboy hat on in the South Point today. It's rodeo season, baby. So Remember, P- PBR racing is and rodeo. Here. That's all we got. The bull and right riders now, are here, and I racing's mean, we're, gone. Rodeo's in. We're surrounded by cowboy hats and boots, and I'm sitting here with neither. This is going to be the hard time of the year where you can't find a parking spot because it's all the lifted trucks take up two. Yes, yes. This is, it is definitely hard to find it. It's hard to find a parking spot here a lot. We 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 know people. We swear we 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 don't know how to get a parking garage built while you guys are trying to park in the spots. But you've so, gotten really fancy now. You're putting up the thing to know how many spaces are on each level. We got the new. You worked your way to the second level of the garage. I noticed we only got seven floors, five floors to go. We, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our group matchups. Before we start critiquing the South Point, come on! It's like video a, it's like a free ad for the South Point we're it giving is, here. It is. Well, look in the background. I was going to say we pretty much do that every week. Yeah. <laughs> we get allowed to wear these things. Uh, all right, the odds to win uh, the groups this week: uh, Westgate, of course, off of these, and Group A has your four championship round guys, which is right thing to do. But Chase Elliott is a big favorite in the group: 190, 255 to Seabell. 345 for Joey and 345 for Ross. That's a pretty big gap right there on a on on the championship for you. You're right. Well, look, we're going to see Chase Elliott's plus 200 to win the championship. So if he wins this, uh, he wins the race. He wins the championship. Go exactly. bet the championship, so go bet instead, the championship. Of the, instead of the group. Don't bet the group. Exactly. No, I'm, so, I'm with you right there. So there's no way I'm betting Elliott in the group. It just doesn't even make any sense. But I just think seeing Ross down there. At, Plus three forty five, and and again, we never ever we we've learned our lesson. Don't ever write off Joey Logano either. Oh yeah, um, I just think this is this group is going to be really really close. Those odds would make you think they don't think it's going to be close. They're going to be first and, through fifth, and they got to spread out. Pretty and good. honestly, I can make a bigger case for Bell Logano and Chastain really than I can. Elliot has not run that well lately, and Martinsville is one of his best tracks, and he what, finished tenth last week. What have you done for me lately? Like you said, and Chase has not been the usual Chase Elliott. 
for a lot this year. So I, I think there's money to be made here, and it's not on the nine car. I agree. Uh, there's too many other places to bet him. I mean, the, like you said, if you if you want to bet him, bet him for the win. You're going to get two thirty, and if if you think normally the winner wins this race, Shaw, you know, I mean, so I, I think that you absolutely have better spots that you can pick him than this group. And then 345, well, okay, I got Ross at 400 to win or Joey Logano at 400 to win the race, but we have that that Kyle Larson kind of loop in there. Okay, I can get just as good odds for the four-man horse race than I almost can to win the race. Go with yeah. the four-man horse race at that right. point. This is where I like the Logano-Chastain yeah. bet, absolutely. Exactly. All right, let's get into Group B. And the guy we talked about, the uh, the owner's championship contender, Kyle Larson is your favorite at 250. Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin, 275. Kevin Harvick, 290. I, I I just will go to the same thing here. Kyle Larson at 250, That this is the opposite move. I think he's the odds-on favorite. by You've got less of a, of a lead for him there, a favorite there, than you do the others, where I think he is a massive favorite for this spot right here. Agree with you 100%. And also look behind him. Three guys who are going to show respect to the championship. Now, if you can win, Maybe. yeah, they will. <laughs> they will. I mean, Harvick's won a championship. Blaney and Hamlin still want to win a championship. And I think when you get guys like that, they say, look, I could be in that position next year. I'm going to race these guys how I would want them to race me. Because those guys, you know, they have long memories on things like this. So, uh, now, don't get me wrong. If Hamlin or Blaney or Harvick had a chance to win the race, then they're going to go win the race. Because then you're not affecting the championship. If you're finishing second, third, or fourth, then you might be affecting the championship. But if you're out front, then let those guys fight well, for second. And Blaney, remember, at, we talked about how Ford put a lot of eggs in this track's basket, right, in this style of place. At the beginning of the season, uh, that race early that Chase Briscoe won, Ryan Blaney led 143 laps, won the second stage. So, I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but he hasn't won a race all season. That was a long, long time ago right. in a galaxy far, far away. Right. That just makes me want to look back over to Group A at Joey Logano and, more than it makes me want to look at yeah. Brian Blaney. So I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd bet Kyle Larson right here is, is I'm going to say a lock, but he's going to be he's racing for something bigger, and that respect will also be given to him other more over than the other guys. So I do like a Kyle Larson in Group B. Uh, group C, we got a, a bunch of guys that some were in the championship, some weren't. Uh, we start off with William Byron as your favorite at 235, Chase Briscoe at 265, MTJ Jr. Uh, at MTJ. Did I really MTJ? MTJ? Is that MTJ. what you're calling? Are we going by initials now? M- well, well, I guess I he's MTJ, MTJ. Jr. He's not MTJ He'd Jr. He'd just be MT Jr. Junior Jr. Yeah, MTJ <laughs> Jr. 265 and Bubba Wallace at 335. If you ask me, what have you done for me lately? Chase Briscoe's been on fire. Chase Briscoe came here earlier this season. You know, flat out stomped him in a mud hole for a good part of it. But Bubba Wallace, I got to say, has probably been running the best out of all those teams. Bubba would love to have probably about the first 10 races of the season back because Bubba probably would have been in the playoffs. Bubba would have probably gone deep into the playoffs. I agree he's been hot, but plus 265, the way Briscoe dominated this race, you talked about the attention that Ford has paid to this track. And, you know, Briscoe's, he's one of those young guys that I, I think he's going to be harder to pull the reins back on than some of those older guys, you know. And and I think, again, if you have a chance to win, you're not affecting the championship. You're affecting the championship if you have the ability to run third. So if Briscoe can get out, get out in front of the field, because I think he'll qualify well, I really like the fact that he's not the favorite here and you can get a plus 265 on him. So do I. I'm looking up Byron's stats and Byron's okay here. Four top tens, last nine races, only nine starts for him, nine data points. Uh, you know, he he won stage one, led some laps in the spring race, but ended up finishing back in 18th position uh, after finishing first and fourth in stages. Uh, I'm with you. I kind of uh, that 265 on Chase Briscoe is a is a good number. I can make the argument for Bubba, but I like the 265 Chase. There's one guy in the next gen car that's got a Phoenix Trophy sitting in his trophy case. That's the guy in second at 265. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Group D, we start off with Daniel Suarez. I mean, uh, actually, his grandfather is at the hotel right now. Just side note. We should have had him on. They're racing. uh, They're doing the, uh, what do you call it, race at the Speedway right now. Oh, the Legends Car Nationals are going on. His little sister is running. Uh, Daniel's sister? His niece niece is running. His niece is running. Uh, Plus 250, Daniel Suarez, Alex Bowman, 275, Eric Alamo, 275, and the cheater, 
Ooh. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Brad, I was just kidding, by the way. I'm just doing that for Wyatt's effect. I that, was, that was kind of hard. Uh, plus 290, Brad Keselowski. <laughs> he gets caught with a five pounds underweight. I'm calling him a cheater. Um, <laughs> take five pounds off me. I'll be underweight. Uh, you know, right here, this is the one that I, I – nothing is sticking out to me. Spread isn't big enough. Brad's been probably running the best out of that group. Bowman, first race back from, yeah, but you from can't his head counter injury. whether or not Brad's going to make it through tech when the race is over. It's happened twice this year. Uh, Motley's just a little upset. It cost him, cost him money. Cost, it cost him money last week. So, uh, I mean, I look at this and just go, hey, Bowman, first time back in the car. Remember how great he was at Phoenix going all the way back to the start of his career? But uh, Bowman's first race back. Uh, I, I'd say let's give him some time. I, I look at it and I'll go, you know, Suarez had the best season. Brad Kay's been running hottest lately. If you want to make it a two-man race, I'll take it between Brad and him, but it's still it's a tough one. Yeah, I like Suarez just a little bit there. And I think how cool would it be Chastain won the championship and Suarez won the race and an upstart team like Trackhouse. Oh, did two burnouts could do all that together. Cool. And Justin Marks, who I think we all think is a pretty like good Justin. guy. You know, he like seems Justin. like a really good guy who has come into this sport as kind of a little bit of an outsider. If and you look, will, he got a, he got a team owner involved, and the guy shows up. Pitbull has been to races. You think Pitbull will be there? Oh, I think Pitbull will be there this weekend. Uh, let's get to Group E. We got our man, our our man who cashes tickets. My man Chris Boucher saw him at SEMA all week this week. He's two thirty five. Your favorite, eighty three at two eighty five. Austin Cindric two eighty five, and Eric Jones two eighty five. My man cashes tickets. Uh, he does cash tickets. My man but, cashes tickets. But, Eric Jones cashes some tickets too. And uh, I don't know. Something about, I just think, I know Eric Jones didn't have a really good run at Martinsville, but Eric Jones has run pretty well down the second half of the season. Even got a win during the playoffs. And the fact that you're going to give me him at plus 285, eh, I like Eric Jones okay here. I don't know, man. That man, Chris Boucher, he'd been cashing tickets for us. All right. I, just, I mean, I'm looking at, he finished 10th in the spring race. So, I mean, best finisher in the spring race in this car. Right? I mean, that's what we're talking about, this car. All right. All right. Uh, I will finish up Group F when we come back. We got, we get so, you know, we're, we, we got, we got Group F, which of course has some great names in Group F, by the way, when we get to it. I, I really like three of the names in it. And <laughs> I think we're going to have some fun talking about that one. And we'll talk about it and give you our picks when we come back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. Welcome back in, everybody. Final segment here, Gone Racing. Final segment for the season for me and you, Jeff. Brennan Gone, Jeff Motley, Vsin Studio. And we're wrapping up our last group and our got a couple manufacturers props. And we, we can't go, I can't take one little dig at Wyatt. I love when he gives us a count and he goes, four. <laughs> what? No, no, no. I it, it was it was. Oh uh, yeah. See, see that thumb uh, was. The, he's like, oh, is it four? I like. I like. Well, the, the best day. is I when like I mess no, up. Your... I like the day he counted you down from five and there were still fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That, and that then was he a good one. Five, four, good. and then it was like ten. Ten. <laughs> we're like, well, uh, stretch it, stretch it. Anyway, we're professional. Nevada right education exactly. right there. <laughs> we have a lot of fun here, guys. <laughs> this we have a good time doing the show, folks. I promise you, it is a lot of fun. The hell, these these guys even stay late for us because they like us so much over here. Or they get paid so good for them. Uh, well, yeah. All right, let's get to Group F. And uh, Group F leads off with Cole Custer, who kind of boring with Cole Custer off the start. They're 250. I mean, really haven't talked much about him this season. Then you got the Dinger at 250. What happened to him last week? They were out to lunch. Just, just were, were not good last week. Neither one of those colleague cars were good at all last week. They were terrible. I'm looking back. Or Charles well. Barkley would say, terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, yeah, he finished 23rd. He was awful. And he didn't run much higher than that all day either. Yeah, no. And Haley was even worse. Yeah. Uh, you got the Dinger 250, Michael McDougal at 280, and Jesus himself, Ty Gibbs at 315. <laughs> Posse public enemy number one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. There's a lot of hate going his way right now. Uh, you know, I look at this, and, and McDowell, remember when we started McDowell off the season where, like, we he, he McDowell has had a record season this year. I mean, absolutely. I'm really impressed with what McDowell's done. But the Dinger is just, to me, the odds-on favorite in that group. Yeah, I like Dinger here, too. I'm with you. You know, it's a big deal for McDowell because this is his hometown track. He's from Phoenix, so it's a big deal when he goes back there to race, and he does fairly well there. Uh, Custer had a good run last week. His finish didn't show how well he ran. Ran top 10 the entire day. They were one of those that did the two-tire stop at the end came out like second or third and ended up I think about 13th or 14th but I'm with you I think if you got to go somebody here Alma Dinger's the one that makes the most sense all right so we got a couple props that we don't have our usual uh uh top man, uh, driver in the manufacturer prop we have the old school top manufacturer prop that we used to have a couple seasons ago and Chevy of course is your favorite minus 130 that's because you have the favorite to win the race Chase Elliott and you have uh, Ross Chastain, who has turned himself into a favorite most of the time. You have Toyota with one driver at 280, and you got Ford with one driver at 345. At that point, it's a look. You got you have two guys in a Chevy, one guy in a Ford, one guy in a Toyota. To me, if I'm taking a unit, I'm going Ford. It's plus 345. Well, I agree with you. And the thing is, is this where you really want to bet? Because if you're saying you're betting on Joey Logano by doing this, will you get higher odds for him to win him. the championship or even in his group? I yeah. think so. Um, I, I, I'm just not so sure the manufacturer props where I would go with my money this week. No, but I mean, if you were looking for a, you know, kind of one of those one-off hedge bets or something like that, a 345 on a, on Joey Logano in the Ford, you know, I mean, Chase Briscoe still dominated this race. You could get a Chase Briscoe and still get there. And but. that's you're right. And same deal where we talked about earlier. You know, if somebody like Kyle Busch or somebody, you know, has a a good race, I mean, because if he can win, he's going to go win. All right, we talked already about the championship odds for the guy, four guys remaining, but we did something at the beginning of this season that we we made a little graphic of, and we gave our predictions to start the year, Mr. Motley. And, you know, I, first of all, I still can't believe that we have, we, we were only one of four right on the final four. That both of us with different drivers were right on the final four, which was, I, I really still am impressed with that. Um, I had Kyle Larson, Joy Logano, Kyle Busch, William Byron, and I got right with Joey Logano. You had Bush, Larson, Reddick, and Elliott. You got right with Elliott. So we each have we, we're still alive in the driver championship category. Uh, uh, well, you have you still could have the driver to win the championship and the owner. Well, uh, well, you have Joey Logano to win the title. I had Kyle Busch to win the title. Well, so there, there's the title. You still have a chance to I still, win the I got, title. I got one guy left, and I have 
the dry. I can well, actually have I a shot. I can win an owner because yep. I had Larson as well. We both had Larson in the owner deal. But so. I still have the driver up there. I'm still alive in the driver category. Yes, I see it also, Wyatt, and I'm laughing about it. Uh, the driver to win the title is I still I'm live. We did both name Tyler Reddick as breakout driver. I'm going to say that we both were correct, but with an asterisk. I think there were multiple breakout I think were drivers. I think there, I think Christopher Bell's clearly a breakout driver. Yes. Ross Chastain is certainly absolutely a breakout driver. So that, I think all three of those the, guys. The, if you're going to give me a, a, a breakout driver category, there I, I would give you three and almost even almost partially a four. Chase Briscoe really at the end of the season. And he won through. early. And he won early, but really did decent stuff at the end of the year. So I, I will give that. The new car really lended itself to seeing some comer, some some new guys coming. I mean, we saw Bubba Wallace get a win this year. We saw Eric Jones get a win this year. We saw multiple guys get up there. So, but but the, thir- the but Tyler Reddick, absolutely a breakout season for him. Great job to that young man. Uh, he got him Bell. another ride. Yep, yep, and got a big ride too yeah. for next year. Christopher Bell, of course, in the championship four should be in there, and Ross Chastain. So I think we're right on that one. Rookie of the year, we both got rookie of the year. Uh, well, they, we had that locked up pretty much after week one when Austin won the Daytona 500. And this is where the drivers who will disappoint the most. I got uh, something Brad, right. <laughs> I, I will say, Jeff Motley, you absolutely crushed me in this category because MTJ was absolutely yeah, uh, just, just, just disappointed greatly this season. Um, I listed Ross Chastain as one to disappoint. And um, I think that, that if there is enough egg to be thrown at me in this casino... <laughs> Um, you can throw them on me right now. See, I think you committed a cardinal sin. I, I thought with I my head, my heart was in my heart and not heart your head. Now, now, I'm not sitting here saying that I thought Chastain was going to have the year he had. Don't get me wrong, but I don't but know still, that I don't know that he. Ha- See, to me, for you to be a disappointment, you have to have done something. And Ross really hadn't done anything going into this year. So I wouldn't have even qualified him to be on the disappointment list. So okay. I was a little surprised you went there. But then I said, okay, he's this is a heart pick over the head yeah, pick. Here, you know, so. sometimes the heart can have hate in it too. And see, that's what happens. You got hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> is that like a country song? Me and Chris. Me and Chris or Taylor Swift song. Me and, me and old Chris Justice used to say it to each other all the time. <laughs> Anyway, so that was our picks at the start of the year. I'm just saying I'm still live with Joey Logano, and if I had him at the start of the season, I had him at, I think it was 16-1. to 1. So, wait, does that get to count? Wait, no. does, that get, does that get to count towards my final standings? Survey says, eh. Whoa! I wasn't no. here for it, so I can't vote. So No. You got you to ask Ann. It's not a bet. We Come on, five, I, but, but, but we I'm still five, alive. We pick five a week. You guys suck. I just want You know, if you believed in Joey, you'd have had him win at Vegas. All I know is Brennan just said that we suck, and look at the standings. Yeah, I suck. Uh, <laughs> I started off strong this season, and I I faded like I I, I yeah I'm I I think I hit harder than than an atomic bomb. I'm still um, upset over losing Keselowski in Group D to his disqualification. You, hey Jeff, last you led week. all season. Do you I I started early, then you've led from like week six, I think, all the way to like week thirty three, and then you have are on a. a Deeper trajectory than I am. I pretty much turned into the New York Yankees of picking NASCAR yeah. bets here because the Yankees had like the best record in baseball on like July the first. And where are they? World Series is going on right now. Same where place are the Yankees? The, same place the Dodgers are. Same They're place. watching it from their couch. Exactly. So uh, I what am I'll be doing on Sunday too. I am minus twenty nine points on the season, folks. So let me before I give you my four picks that I'm going to tell you that I am trying to do my best impersonation of Christopher Bell. And I am hoping that somebody can uh, really step up here for me. I am taking four race winners. Only one of them will get me back. Three of them will get to the positive side. One of them just gets me respectable. I'm doing Kyle Larson to win, Chase Briscoe to win, Tyler Reddick to win, and Kyle Busch to win. I need something. And then I'm just going to go A.J. Allmendinger in Group F because I love picking Group F. and I love. I was going to go Chris Boucher just because he cashed tickets, but Dinger got a little more return, so. All right. I'm Jeff, gr- you're second now, by the way. Jeff, you're yeah, second. I know. Se- I've Jeff. been second hey, Jeff, for a while Jeff, now. You're second. Yep, thanks. Uh, I'm also going Kyle Larson to win. So if he wins, you and I will make up the same amount of points. The rest of mine, I'm going into the groups. I'm taking Joey Logano in Group A. Don't know why, but I just I like the number there, and I think I think Joey's going to win the championship. Uh, group B, I'm going Kyle Larson, uh, plus 250. Group C, Chase Briscoe. And Group E, I'm going Eric Jones. No, okay. I know you're doing. It's trying to be subliminal. It's like reading the backside of a Beatles album or something. But 
Please, All right, for the, for the pick crew, uh, I think you can guess who we think are going to win the championship. We got Ross Chastain to win, plus 400. I'm also going to take Chastain over Chase Elliott, plus 140. Go with Kyle Larson to win Group B at plus 250. Chase Briscoe to win Group C at 265. And final race of the year, you got to go with the got man, the myth, the legend. Brad Keselowski to win Group D plus, plus 290. I can make that pick because Isaiah's out of town. And he probably won't have his car torn down this week because they're not going right. to do it two weeks in a row. Well, Mr. Motley. That is our season for gone racing. Who's your, who's your champ? I say Logano wins it. I, I got to say I think Logano is going to win it. Logano? Who do you think, Wyatt? Go with Chastain. All right. Well, there's our final picks for the season on gone racing. Uh, we appreciate you guys all year long. Motley, you know, we've had, had an interesting year. We've, you know, ups and downs of life happened, but uh, we made it through another one. Amazing car. Great season. And thanks. Always appreciate being here with you. And all, to all the folks at VEASAN, thank you yeah. guys. Behind the counter, downstairs. Great crew. I wouldn't want to sit up here with anybody other than you, man. Oh, only two people that have put up with each other this much, <laughs> me and you. And we've been doing it for like 20 years, putting <laughs> up with each other. So. so, everybody, thank you guys. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Enjoy the final race. Enjoy Phoenix. Go cash some tickets. Have some fun, everybody. See you next year. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.